Want to get Dolls of Horror episodes a week in advance? Go to patreon.com slash the Dolls of Horror for more information. Well, Santa, you look ready for a busy night. Come now, Charles, a little respect. Seriously, Santa Claus, will you tell our viewers if you just arrived? How was the trip down? Oh, and I see you've given up your reindeer for more modern wheels. <laughs> and the suit, too. Oh, excellent. Just ravishing. Who does that tailor? Come now, sir. Haven't you had enough? I have something for you. I have superlative taste. Watch a few movies, take a few notes. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Happy holidays, listeners. You know, it's kind of hard to think about the holiday season without also thinking about the main mascot, Santa Claus. And while it may seem easy to make an 80s horror movie about a killer Santa, that's because it is. Because sometimes, instead of a deep cerebral horror movie that keeps you guessing all night long, you just want to sit back and watch Santa go on a murder spree. So grab that last glass of eggnog and join us as the dolls talk about 1980s Christmas Evil. And now... The Dolls of Horror. It's showtime. Hi guys! Welcome back to another episode of our holiday edition of The Dolls of Horror. I'm Summer. And I'm Jamie. And tonight... Jamie picked this movie out. Thank you, Jamie. Oh, it was my pleasure, really. <laughs> We're going to be discussing Christmas Evil from 1980. The original title, though, is Better Watch Out. So it's known as Christmas Evil and You Better Watch Out. Yes, the version I watched, the credits were Better Watch Out. See? Yeah. 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 I think mine was as well. But though mm-hmm. I did watch the commentaries on this and the commentaries he was very very upset with the title christmas evil because the director and the writer lewis jackson um it was changed behind his back oh the betrayal right don't don't change my baby's name that's just rude and so he's been grumpy about it for like 30 years and I blame him. I'm grumpy right. about Eight. it starting now and lasting for 30 years. Right. From now. I'm grumpy about it because while I love the title Christmas Evil, there is now a movie called You Better Watch Out. I know. And it's a totally different movie. Oh, it is very different. Of a movie. Definitely. These things are not the same. No, it's, it's a good one, but it's it definitely is. different. Oh, it is definitely different. So, I mean, I think technically the movie is called Better Watch Out without the U in front of it. But still, it's close yeah. enough. And now I'm always thinking Better Watch Out with that movie. Same. Not this movie. Same. Right. But I'm going to, I feel like now I'm going to have to kind of retrain my brain, like right. knowing this. Because right. I love this movie. Right. I love Christmas Evil slash original Better Watch Out. I like right. the other ones. Anyway, it's it's a thing. <laughs> yes, it is a thing. When was the first time you've seen this movie? 
I saw this one quite a while ago. I was probably like 19-ish. I'm imagining that's when I had my big, you know, okay, I got my got my discography of like Christmas horror classics I got to work through. And this one was definitely one of them. John Waters loves this movie. Yes, he does. I love, I love John Waters. So if John, I love Waters John Waters approves it, I'm like, okay, I got to watch it. So this I watched like when I was 19. How about you, Summer? I think I saw it when I was a teenager because it was on TV because I bought it on DVD when I was working on my DVD collection of Christmas movies. And I was just trying to find a bunch of Christmas horror movies to add to my DVD collection. <clears throat> and this was one of them. And I saw it was the 80s and I love me some 80s. Oh, yeah. And so I just bought it. It was, it was a blind buy, basically. <clears throat> and then when I watched it about two or three years ago, that DVD, I was like, I've seen this before. It was it was mm -hmm. definitely familiar. I know I'd seen it. It was a very long time ago. So I don't think I had any feelings on it, um, negative or positive, the first time I saw it. Probably because I wasn't paying attention. Sure. <laughs> but um, <laughs> when I bought the, the DVD and watched it, I really, really enjoyed it. And, yeah, so when I was giving you a list of some Christmas movies we should do, we could do. This was on that list, but I also gave you like 20. Um, yes. And I have a lot of good ones. Yes. And I was only listing things that uh, were, except for this one, were um, mostly streaming because I didn't want you to have a hard time finding it. But um, I did list some of the DVDs I had and I just assumed that they were streaming. But. Um, yeah, so I'm really happy you picked this one, especially after I got to watch it, break it down, watch the behind the scenes, watch the commentaries. I had so much fun. So I really want to watch the commentaries now. I bet they're so good. John I, Waters I, is on one of them. Oh, yay. I love John Waters. Mm -hmm. He does a Christmas show um, usually once a year, and he stops in Tucson. And I, it's a tradition of mine to go see it. I didn't see it the last time around, and... I obviously like, you know, our, our music venue is not um, having right. concerts right now or shows, so it probably won't happen this year, but it's literally one of my favorite Christmas traditions is seeing the John Waters Christmas show. I love him. <laughs> that sounds He's amazing. so cute. That sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, y'all, if you have not seen this movie, <clears throat> the synopsis is a toy factory worker who loves nothing more than Christmas suffers a nervous breakdown and embarks on a Yuletide killing spree. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe I need to go on a Yuletide killing spree. Yeah, you know, with I my nervous really, breakdowns at work. Uh, it really, it's really like good, <laughs> good relief for that. Yes, you know, that's never really actually crossed my mind. Like a, one or two people, maybe, but not a spree. A spree is pretty serious. Like, that takes some commitment. But... Oh, my God. Now, this movie stars Brandon Maggart, Jeffrey DeMoon, um, Diane Hull. And I was talking to Jamie about this earlier. This is Patricia Richardson's first role, who Patricia Richardson played the mother in Home Improvement. Ah, there it is. She played the connection. Yes, she played Moss's mother. So when the woman is trying to put the boy in the car, she's like, "You always ruin everything," and then she slaps his ass. Yeah, <laughs> that's her. <laughs> wow! Oh my gosh, I didn't even like pick up on it. Yeah, that's 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 Jill from Home Improvement, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 
<laughs> I loved every second of it. Me Kelsey too. Comes back later. And I was like, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, directed and written by Lewis Jackson, as I said. <clears throat> now, favorite kill. Naughty this. Oh, so, you know, this is one of those movies. I, I definitely call it one of those, like, portraits of Yuletide, like, madness descent into Yuletide madness. So there is a, there are kills, but they happen towards the end, you know, there's yeah. some build up to it. Um, and then, you know, the main bulk of them are kind of in a group. Yeah. But my favorite kill, and I'm sure you're not surprised, <laughs> given what I like, I'm pointing at my eyeballs right now. Um, I like the first kill. <laughs> Me too. Because the guys are like, you know, giving him a hard time when they walk outside of the church. And, you know, then he like stabs him in the eye with a toy soldier, like toy, like lance or spear, whatever those things are called. Yes. And it's great. It's the eyeball and then it triggers the rest of the kills. So it's a great kill. That's my favorite kill, too. And I do not have a backup. That was my only favorite. And Same. I love it. It was almost my epic line, too. Oh, yeah. Um, it was because I love what he says. He's like, I have superlative taste. Yes. <laughs> and so for favorite kill in my notes, I wrote toy soldier to the eye to the man who has superlative taste. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. It was such a good kill. The blood was beautiful. The eyes oh. were great. The um, eyes were so good. The toy soldier with the killer steel mm -hmm. um, weapon was amazing, too. It was so great. Yeah. I just yes. love it so much. And so like jolly. It's such uh -huh. a good like holiday kill. It's such a good holiday kill. And everyone else is on the sidewalk. Um just ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the guy was pretty much of a dick though. I mean, yes, they were. I mean, you know, it's hard to say somebody deserves getting a toy soldier to the eye, but those guys were being not cool. Yeah, they were pretty rude. I mean, and it's Santa. It's Santa. And also, I mean, you might not want to be rude to somebody who is in a costume because you don't know who they are under there. Oh, really, yeah, you don't. And they could be totally nuts, So, And you never know. You don't know what a person in a Santa suit is, like, capable of. Right. Or any suit, like any sort of costume. Yeah. We're watching, we started our binge of American Horror Story, the seasons we haven't seen yet. So oh. Colt and then the other two after that. So we start with Colt, of course, because that's season seven. Oh, and I've seen that one. That's the last one I saw. Yeah, and everyone's wearing masks and shit. And I'm like, so you don't fuck with someone in a mask. You don't yeah. know what they're, what they're doing under there. They're nuts. And you can't no, identify them. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. No good, no good, no good. Yeah. Um, kill creativity. <clears throat> I mean, I do, I do love the kill with the toy. That's always really good. And you know, I do like the kill that comes later with um, with the jerk from work, the guy that he works with. He like yeah. suff he suffocates him with his like bag of toys, <laughs> which is pretty great if you think yes. about it. I mean, do we have we seen that before? Like, I don't think I've seen that before. I'm trying to think if I've seen another I, Santa kill. No, no. So, I mean, no. creativity props for that one because you're using what's inside the bag to kill, but you're also using the bag itself. Uh-huh. That's innovative. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, I'm neutral on the kill creativity. I think they opened up with their strongest kill. They did. 
Um, maybe I should have saved that for a little later. But I don't care. I love that kill so, so, so much. When I think Christmas Evil, ever since I've seen it, that is the scene I think of. Same. Right? That's the first one that pops into my head. Yeah. Right? And I mean, this isn't really a kill creativity choice, but I love to have when the parents are like surrounding Santa and the kids just like protect him. Me too. <laughs> the kids are like on crazy Santa's side and the parents are like, get away from him. He's, he's dangerous. And they're like, oh, it's Santa. And I know. I just like, I love dad, that scene. Yeah, me too. Papa like grabs his like switchblade and like pulls it out. And the girl is just like, no. And like stands between them. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was I was all for that. Me too. Uh-huh. Um. So I love that scene in general as far as just like, wasn't it? But I thought it was really creative. I did too. Yeah. And, so. you know, it all it all kind of tied in really well because, you know, yes, he's going on like a little spree. Sure. But at the same time, he's also like thinking about like morality and he's like, do like he's taking from the bad and giving to those in need right mm -hmm. so it's mm -hmm. almost like it's almost like the kids like validate that in him yeah you know he's he even says when he delivers those toys to the hospital he says that he has good intentions right that he only has good intentions so it's almost yep. like he gets validated that yep. these kids choose him yep just yep. beautiful he's doing santa's work yeah <laughs> doing santa's work yes Oh, my fashion moment. I only had one. Young, hot, and an attitude that says, who cares? It's only fashion. That Hansel's so hot right now. Mm -hmm. It was Harry, who plays our Santa. Um, his uh, Santa pajamas and hat and all <gasps> in the beginning. Yes! <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. He gets out these red Santa suit type pajamas. They're like satin or something. And then he's, he's, yes. he's even wearing the Santa hat to sleep in. Yes! <laughs> you know, just like in the Night Before Christmas poem. You know? Yeah. Where they were sleeping in hats, I presume, because it was cold. And, yeah, and it was adorable. And then he starts dancing. Uh, yes. He starts singing and he starts dancing, like like real dancing, like not like my like trying to move type dancing. He's like doing some Fred Astaire kicks and oh, jumps, yeah. and he's just so jolly. And I mean, I realized later um, when I l learned more about this actor, he's a, a Broadway actor. I read that too, so and so yeah, he's very well trained in that, and that's why his his performance was so theatrical. It was very theatrical mm -hmm. and beautiful because it was theatrical. Oh, so I so just beautiful. love, oh, I love him so much. I really liked the PJs too. I mean, I think I even wrote a note that was like, you know, oh, he wakes up like full Santa. Like we're <laughs> in for a good time, you know. And, and that's, then, we should say that's before he turns it himself. That's before he cracks. In, yeah. He goes nuts mm -hmm. and thinks he's Santa. Like he yeah. knows he is Harry. Yeah. He, he just thinks he's he's has the spirit, but eventually he wants to become Santa. Oh yeah, and and his turn into Santa is so glorious. Yes, it's so good. It's a beautiful transformation. Beautiful. What um, is your fashion? 
Okay, so I mean, I think it's like so obvious because like I pick them every time they come up because I love them. But there is a pink robe in this one. There's actually two pink robes to be fair, but it's his mom, you know, when he gets all traumatized because mama's, you know, mom's got her pink, you know, little robe on and she's got her little garter belt on and she's got her feathery little heels and i love those so much so like that's my fashion look is her ensemble with the pink it. robe and the heels uh -huh. i love it i love it but i i do have to say as a runner up i thought his santa costume is so beautiful like i love one. the bottom of the coat like the mm -hmm. way that it moves mm -hmm. and the fur it was lining like a, it was like a skirt it was like a very yes. traditional santa costume where the coat flared like a skirt it did i mm -hmm. loved it it just moved really beautifully and it was mm -hmm. very it was a very unique kind of santa and i just yeah i love the craftsmanship behind it it was real old school it was real traditional it wasn't like mall santa it was a very no. traditional type costume and that was great yeah that's yeah, it's beautiful beautiful right? work right mm -hmm. exactly okay best hair i had a struggle this doesn't concern you lafleur not nearly as much as your hair does that's for sure um but I chose his his beard when he okay. puts when he puts his Santa beard on, okay. and he's cracking like he's yeah. going nuts, and he's tugging on the beard that he glued onto his face, and tugging on it, and tugging on it to try to see if it's going to come off or not. Because he obviously wants to be Santa, so it needs to stay there. And yeah. as he tugs on it, he's scream laughing <laughs> as he's doing it, just full blown insanity. And uh, I loved it so much. So that had to be the best hair for me, the beard. Oh, I mean, it was a beautiful moment. You know, you see him, he's got that spirit glue and you're like, oh, he is serious. <laughs> you know, that, that beard is going to stick. Um, but uh -huh. no, it's a beautiful scene. Um, again, I, I just love the mom's style. I love her, like, her beautiful uh, black, like, 40s kind of uh -huh. do. It was just really pretty. It but was. I almost want to. I almost want to change my pick now because the beard moment is so good. <laughs> the beard moment is good, <laughs> and I was totally biased. I picked it because of the entire scene and his acting in it, not necessarily because it was a great beard, but the whole. But it's it's a great hair moment. It's a great moment. It's a great hair moment, and it's just it's amazing. It's so amazing. Beautiful. And as I said in our Tales from the Crypt episode, it totally debunked my. Tracy Santa wears his beard under his chin um, theory. <laughs> but it holds up most of the time. Yes, this one. Yes, this one. Yeah, doesn't work out. Totally. That it was like, I was wrong. <laughs> like, damn. damn. But it holds, I mean, and I was there saying, like, man, we, you could do a master thesis on this whole idea. <laughs> so, you know, there's always going to be an outlier, right? But overall, it's a solid, it is a solid rule. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I do no, like thank you. I do like your hair moment, though, because I love the parties. I do, too. So cool. It was just gorgeous. So yeah. gorgeous. Yep, yep. So now we both want to change ours, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay, we're going to flip-flop. My it's favorite exactly. moment was the beard scene. You know, he's pulling it, he's losing his mind, he's scream laughing in the mirror, and it was so good. Not really My favorite the hair, moment is, the, is the hair. <laughs> it's, it's most 40s do. Yes. <laughs> we'll call it a draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Prop we would like to own. I had so many things written down. 
girl, that whole house, like his whole room that he yeah. woke up in, I wanted everything in it, but obviously I couldn't write that many things. I have a quite a list, but it was a very hard one. Okay. <clears throat> I want to know yours. Me? Me first? Okay. Yeah. I got to give you a couple that I really liked. Okay. Because there's a couple. Okay. Honorable mention, it's not the prop I want to own necessarily, but shout out to the Penthouse magazine that the boy <laughs> is reading. Moss, I think is his name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ma Moss Garcia, I think is his name. Um, <laughs> because it has Debbie Harry on the cover, and yep. I love Debbie Harry. I have a beautiful, like, um, like print of a Polaroid that, like, uh, of her and hanging yeah. in my room. I love her so much. She's like a style icon of mine. Anyway, I don't necessarily want that Penthouse just... I'd rather have another prop, but I have to give it honorable mention. because I That's that. good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so I did really like the Jolly Dream sign, right? So that's the factory sign. Yeah, yeah. And they had a smaller version on the record player at the party. So I really liked the record player with the Jolly Dream like sign. And that would be fun. There was also a little Christmas merry-go-round, like alarm clock kind of thing that he had, or music yes, box. Yes, And it was beautiful, and, and I really had, liked that. And, and when it went off, Santa and reindeer spun around Yes. It. So that one is really, I really liked that. It was so beautiful and cute. That was the first thing I wrote down. I knew you would. I was like, somebody's going to love that. Actually, there was a whole, there was a lot that I was like, <laughs> oh, this is literally like a room of dolls. Like, yes. somebody's going to love this. She's going to have yes. like the hardest time in the world, like yes. picking a prop out I of this. Really I Give really her the did. whole room. Give her the I whole room. I narrowed it down to three <laughs> items. Oh, oh, sorry, four items. Um, the, the alarm clock is one of them. It's really good. But I think the one that I would have to have just because I think it's really fun and it would be a very good conversation starter is his bad boys and girls book Ooh. where he, where he writes down, but I would have to have all the entries in it. So, you know, yeah, he writes yeah, down yeah. Moss Garcia, like questionable hygiene or something like that, <laughs> uh, you know, reading a penthouse magazine. So yeah. it'd be that I'd probably want the set, the good boys and girls book and the bad boys and girls book, okay. but yeah. I if like somebody it. knew what they were, I'd be like, oh, you were you were all right with me. I'm you know what these are? Yes. Right. I'm surprised I didn't pick that also because I love books, especially mm -hmm. books from movies. Mm -hmm. But, um, okay, so the other things I I chose, this movie had so many good little items <gasps> in it. Everything. Um, the, the next thing I chose was the toy soldier used in my favorite kill. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> with blood, please. I was going to say, with some of the eyeballs still like, oh, on it. Oh, that would be great. That would be a <laughs> bonus. Um, and then when he's making those lead soldiers, I was really attracted to the monkey marionette. I thought you would like that, too. <laughs> or any of those dolls. Yeah, I knew the whole room was any up your alley. Them, really. Oh, but I think I want my winner to be... Oh, this is so hard. They're all so good. Oh, I have so many dolls already. I think I want the toy soldier for my for my display case. Oh, I mean, beautiful choice. Again, yeah. if it has a little bit of the gore on it, oh, like, even bonus. better. Bonus. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's just, it's a really unique toy. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's what I chose. But yeah, that was hard. That was the hardest thing to pick. Just because I had so many options that were just amazing. 
you know, some movies we do, there's not a whole lot of props that stick out, right? Right. But then you get some like this one where literally like every single scene is filled with good props. Like mm -hmm. his whole, and like, I just thought um, the way that they use the props were really interesting too in some cases. So in his room, um, it, you know, and they never even really focused in on it, but I just thought it was brilliant. It had this little like chalkboard where it had like mm -hmm. a countdown to Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. And so you see the number in the background, the days left to Christmas, like change a couple times. And it's like a good, like kind of timeline device. And I'm like, that is clever. It is good. Just in the background. But you get this sense that we're getting closer and closer to Christmas. Yep. Closer and closer to insanity. It starts on Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> it starts on Thanksgiving. Yep. That's where it all begins. Fun fact, while we're talking about it. All the objects and tchotchkes in Harry's apartment, the director had collected for like 10 years Aww. with the intent for using on this film. What? That's dedication. And I love he it. Had, he had a plan. He knew what he wanted. He knew what he wanted to look like. So he was collecting all those items. That was his personal collection for this movie. Wow. So the alarm clock would be included in that. Oh, wow. Isn't that cool? That is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Ah. Okay. Um, special effects. Now, this one, it was very low budget. And yes. And very practical. Yes. So, there wasn't a whole lot of effects effects. But what there were, I really liked. And I didn't think any of it was overdone. Same. I right. thought it, I thought it was beautiful. I mean, there wasn't a lot to it, but um, mm. our kill that we really like, all of that in there is really nice. Yeah, I even I even like uh, I even like the flying van at the end. I love the flying van. That's kind of sweet. And then um, <laughs> I actually really love the moment where I mean, it's just a little bit of blood. There's not much to it, you know. But mm. I really love the blood when he's traumatized as a boy and he like goes upstairs and he's upset with a snow globe and he like breaks it and he cuts himself and there's like blood just a little you know but it was nice you're like blood blood <laughs> <laughs> just a little blood i love it all no yeah it was good there wasn't a lot but what there good. was was good and like you said the flying van in the end I'm like, am I in Greece right now? <laughs> Come on. Yes. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah, um, it was. There's a debate over that. Um, really? How the movie ends, which we will talk about when we're done talking about it. Yeah, I wrote it down here. Um, people interpret that flying band differently. I can see that. All right. So we'll talk about that later. We sure will. Mm -hmm. Our special effects were done by um, Tom Broomberger. He did, for me, I know he did a season one, episode 22 of Tales from the Dark Side. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And then uh, effects photography was done by Alex Fernbach. And he was in the camera department for like all those 1970s black exploitation films, such as Superfly and Black Caesar and Hell Up in Harlem. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, again, a lot of the cast and crew in this were almost never heard from again. I know. When I was that. looking them up, there was like one and done. But 
I thought they did a really good job on this movie. So I'm kind of bummed out about that. I know. I actually looked some of them up and was like, what else have they done? So I can see exactly. it. And I'm like, oh, not yeah. a whole lot. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, cinematography. I am so, so, so obsessed with the cinematography in this movie. Um, I, okay, there's like shots and I wish I wrote down what, well, my boyfriend, what David had said, cause he's a photographer, right? So uh -huh. he, he, uh, so there's the scene where, you know, there's all these Christmas lights yeah. along the path, right? And he's walking through it. And just the way that that whole scene looks like the way that they use light in this movie is really interesting. They yes. use these little like, there's pockets of light that he steps into at times. And Straight that's lamps. like, yeah, yes. And that's like a really like classic kind of device, you know, mm -hmm. where you have you have your subject literally lit up. So the attention is on that and there's maybe darkness yeah. around. I just thought the cinematography was so beautiful and kind of different. So I just, oh, I loved the playing with the light. It the felt way that they very, did. especially what you're talking about in that scene, it felt very like 1940s. Totally. Mm -hmm. so like it's very, it's a wonderful life. Very, I mean, we watched some old vampire movies recently that were on Tubi, um, you know, like from the 40s, and they did the same thing. So mm -hmm. along with his costume being very classic, yeah, it was very film noir for the I, holiday. Yeah, I was going to say, um, David's favorite movies are film noir movies. And so I learned about this, you know, using that light in that way. And so just, I was like looking at it and I'm like, oh, that's like that movie we saw, the black and white one, the yeah. film noir movie with the gangsters. But um, yeah, it's it's really, it's a really cool um, effect. Like I just loved how it looked, good panning shots. I loved yeah. all the scenes in the factory. Oh, loved it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the cinematographer, he did 94 um, projects. He has 94 director of photography credits. I have only seen one. Is it Christmas well, Evil? No, sorry, two. <laughs> <laughs> the girl from Ipanema. Uh, Ipanema. Oh, girl okay. All right. 1967. We saw that recently also, but also on Tubi. <laughs> Tubi's got it all. Tubi's got it all. But yeah, I like all those things he's done. I've only seen this one and that one. So, I mean, I'm surprised, but I'm glad he had a career because I really, really enjoyed um, everything on it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to watch some of those 90 plus movies then. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen them either. I've probably only seen Christmas Evil and I'm familiar with the movie you mentioned. But I, know, that's it. I was super excited when I saw it, was looking him up and I'm like, oh, he's done 94 things. And I'm like, no, 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 nope, 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 not that, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow, <laughs> I haven't seen nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but no, it was, it's beautiful. This movie is beautiful. It is so pretty. It is. It's very moody. I, I like like the moodiness of it and that's oh, uh, just gorgeous. It's so, so, so pretty. That's, that's basically how I describe it. It is pretty. It is pretty. I have a whole page of notes on the music. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> The music has a lot, and I liked it. <laughs> okay, so first of all, we know one of my greatest loves is swing big band music. Mm -hmm. And so my first note was big band, question mark. Yes, please. 
<laughs> because that came into play and it made me very, very happy when I heard it. Yes. Um, it was composed by Don Christensen and he was the music supervisor for Candyman Part 2. Nice. Oh, cool. Okay. Right? Um, also, Joel Harris and Julie Hayward. They uh, edited The Burning. Oh, I movie. love The Burning. Oh, yeah, me too. So they oh, edited the, the music in The Burning. Um, nice. And Down the House by Talking Heads. Oh, sorry. Burning Down the House by Talking Heads. Sorry. Oh. I, I did have another burning note in here, though. I swear. Maybe that's... I think that was my next movie. No, so they edited Talking Heads music video, Burning Down the House. See? Well, I love the Talking Heads, too, so... Oh, that's a great, that's a great video. It um, is a great video. My handwriting is atrocious so right now. <laughs> so, and I took these notes literally two weeks ago. Aww. So they're not really fresh in my brain. Um, we have our... our our classic Christmas song, Santa Claus, Santa Claus by James Brown. We have Winter Wonderland, Deck the Halls. Santa Claus is coming to town, of course, because he's Santa and he's coming to town. Gotta have it. Uh-huh. Angels we have heard on high, Jingle Bells, and the Christmas song. And for orchestrations, I wrote a whole paragraph. I said, when the mom is hunting Santa down, the, the drum beats... That are playing in the background sounds like sinister. Oh, there's some mo there's some moments where the music it, oh it's just so good. It's it gets like a a rolling heartbeat of a drum. Yes, and yes. it sounded like the sinister um, drums, which I loved because mm -hmm. that soundtrack is one of the few soundtracks that actually gives me goosebumps. I'm fine with the oh, movie. Yes. I know that movie scares a lot of people, but I'm I just think it's really cool. But I like it too. The music in that movie just gives me like the chills, which is yes. really a huge compliment. Um, so I love the dance scene. Oh, girl, <laughs> me too. I loved all of it. We were talking about his coat and how his coat just flares and just fans out in that dance scene. Um, the accordion player in that dance scene was. Um, in Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band. Oh! And the choreographer uh, was Meryl Streep's brother. <laughs> There's so many connections in this movie to other people. And then I've already talked about this, but damn it, I'm saying it again because it was just fantastic. I loved his wake up dance, and I used to dance like that getting out of bed in the morning. Now I can't even walk when I wake up. Oh, were you wearing your Santa PJs too? So close. <laughs> Cute. Yeah, I used to have a little get out of bed dance too. Now I'm just like, Aww. I have to move. I know, and it's like, Ugh. I'm like, this is really going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that getting out of bed dance it really really affected me because I wrote it down twice <laughs> in different sections I loved it so much but I think my most favorite scene in the whole movie is the, the dance hall scene oh I love that moment too I love the so I love the music I love the actual dancing but just like just the whole everything that's happening in that scene they bring him yeah. in you know he's already kind of you know like he's, he's already, already. cracking 
He's cracking already. But again, it's just like, it's like this real moment of acceptance. Like mm-hmm. he dances with everybody. Like the kids love him and like, mm-hmm. you know, he's Santa for them. So it's like, oh, validation and acceptance for this guy. Oh. Like, oh, I just loved it. It's kind of a beautiful little moment. It's, it is a beautiful moment. And oh my God, <laughs> the part, I, we're off music now, I know. But the part <laughs> in that scene when he's, has the kids attention it's after the dance he's like okay santa's gotta go now but you be good or santa's gonna come and get you and one of the kids jumps he startles her and um director said that that really happened and he really frightened them and he really had their attention oh i bet he did i mean like he really had them hypnotized like that so that was not acting that was that was real for the kids I hope that and, the mom in the background was also experiencing real feelings where she's kind of like, what? Right, right. Is yeah. that a little dark? Yeah. Don't yeah. think that's a little dark. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else? <laughs> nope, nope. Okay, just me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the, all those other parents were like us. And we're like, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's my favorite scene. <laughs> my because I love the dance. I just love the dance, even though I don't like children and there were lots of children. I just love the dance. It was, it was beautiful. The cinematography in that one is great as well. It was fun. I mean, everyone looked like they were just having a really good time. And yeah, I just, I loved it. But we know I love a good dance scene. Uh, it's a great, but, it is, it's great when you get a dance scene in like a horror movie. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, best of both worlds right it doesn't always yeah. happen you know no. it's not always it just doesn't always come up organically in a horror <laughs> movie where you're like oh i'm gonna do a dance now um there's a killer <laughs> on the loose you know whatever but um i do like when it happens so i really again i just thought it was kind of a like almost like a tender kind of moment and scene again he just gets this like acceptance and everybody's captivated by him and he really is santa in that moment i saw this movie i think it was called stage fright i could totally be wrong but it was a horror musical Mm -hmm. not like sweeney todd it was like awesome yeah like a broadway Mm -hmm. happy musical yeah a happy dancing musical like guys and dolls or some shit but there and there was gore and it was great. Yep. And but the songs I've seen were, that one. The songs were still happy. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, I could see I could see you really, really, really loving that movie. Yeah. Oh, I was kind of jealous I wasn't in it. Like it was right? pretty great. I'm like, can we please turn this into a stage show? Yes. Please. And <laughs> please. can I be in it? Yes. yes. I can just be someone in the background. I don't mind. Right. Like I'll be a core member. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Oh hell. I'll 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 do sets. I don't care. Yeah. 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 Um. But I would love to see that live on stage. That musical. I wish Christmas Eve was was a musical. Me too. Imagine like oh, imagine the fun songs you could do with it. And <sighs> man, the the acting chops. Like it would be an honor to get that role. Like the main character, Harry. Oh, right. Is the name. Yeah. That would be an honor because you need some. I just his chops in this are like great. Like just the face oh. he gives, he's so believable, and it, a lot of it really relies on him kind of like losing it. Yeah, if gotta I, be good. If I was more talented in the writing area, I would actually approach this director and writer. Hey, what do you think? Can we just 
do this. Can we make this a little, little musical? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call better watch out, I promise. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll have a whole song called that. And it'll, yes. you know, it'll come up several times. <laughs> yes. There'll oh. be interludes with it. So, yeah. Let's, oh, yeah. I'd be so happy. Okay. <laughs> but what did you think of the music? <laughs> I mean, you've basically covered it really, really I well. No, I'm a pog. <laughs> no, the music was great. The music was great. Um, you know, I, I can't remember which song it was, but there was one, and I'm trying to remember what scene it was. It might have been at their holiday party, mm -hmm. but it was a Christmas song, but it was kind of like disco style. Yeah. And I really liked that. That's one. when they were like line dancing. Yes. And uh -huh. I loved that. Uh -huh. Um. And then I just wrote that, you know, there's points where the music, uh, the orchestration gets really like dissonant and chaotic mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that worked really well. Just like what's happening in his little brain. Yep. Mm -hmm. Exactly. As he unravels, the music kind of just unravels. Totally. So that's the only other thing I have to add on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but guys, those sinister drum beats, check it out. Like, I was like, I've heard this before. Where have I, I heard this before? This. I'm like, Sinister ripped it off. <laughs> I haven't seen Sinister in a while either, so I'm going to have to watch again. I do remember liking the music in that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, they totally ripped it off. But, um, yeah, it was um, it was good. I, the music was so fun. Yes, Loved it was. It. And I, I love Christmas music. I love Christmas carols. I love big band Christmas music. I have several big band Christmas albums. Aww. when I'm working my restaurant job and they finally switch over from that terrible Italian album they play onto <laughs> a some Christmas music I get really giddy and Aww. all of my coworkers are like Ugh. and I'm like this is great <laughs> I do like Christmas carols I just um I have to have like limited doses of it but I will admit that I'm already like saying at the top of my lungs like multiple versions of the same Christmas song that I played on the radio like on my way to work but I'm just singing it like let it snow let it snow let it snow I'm like oh that's the jazzy version and then like you know there's like the country version and I'm like I will sing let it snow every single way that you can like play it <laughs> I have not listened to any Christmas music yet on oh, I have. but I have listened to in these movies I've been watching because I've been watching my Christmas movies lately. True. Mm -hmm. So I listened to that and um, I I randomly had one of a song pop into my head. It's not even my favorite, but it was Ding Dong Merrily on High. Aww, just, just I one. was laying in bed last night and it just oh. came into my head. A, a very <laughs> specific version of oh. um, a stage show back in Bakersfield. The Melodrama Musical Theater did it. And yeah, I saw that with those, my friend's voices playing in my head. I mean, they're pretty voices and all, but I was just like, yeah, for some random reason, that's not even my favorite song. And I just thought of it. And Aww. I love one that the Squirrel Nut Zippers does called Winter Weather. Aww, it's a, it's kind of a one. jazzy, seductress Christmas carol. Ooh. Uh-huh. She's talking about she loves the winter weather because the two of us can get together. Oh. It's very baby. It's cold outside except not creepy. Right. Um, but 
Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a good one. And then I mean, I pulled out my Big Bad Voodoo Daddy Christmas album, and I pulled out my Brian Setzer Orchestra Christmas album, and I haven't uh, listened to them yet, but they're out and they're ready. <laughs> they're calling to you. They are. But I've been so wrapped up in Christmas movies that <laughs> been getting my Christmas music through those. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're filled with these movies, right? Oh, the acting in this. So good. I mean, I like, you know, our main guy, Harry, like he's just phenomenal. Like he's so great. I just love all the face he gives, like the scenes in front of the mirror are just so good. Yeah. Just his face. There's Mm -hmm. so much on his face because there's moments, there's periods of time in this movie where there's not even a whole lot of dialogue. Yeah. And it's really just like, believe him, like you believe what he's going through. And that's where they really made a good choice in hiring a theater actor because yeah. he is so expressive in the face mm-hmm. and it worked. It, yeah. it really, really worked. You gave me a fun fact earlier on Mr. Brandon Maggart. I did. You want to share? I would love to. <laughs> Not only does this man give great face, Okay. He also created some some one <laughs> pretty awesome. He is Fiona Apple's dad. What? 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 I had no idea <laughs> that Fiona Apple, whose music I really love, um, her dad was in such a great movie. Like, man, that is so cool. <laughs> that is very very cool. Yeah, that I read that. So cool. or no, I didn't read that. I heard that in the commentary, so I I was just made aware of that, you know, watching it. But yeah, yeah, that's that's really neat. Um, so I liked cool. I liked Fiona back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I think I liked the title album. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I have another one of hers too. I think When the Pond. Maybe. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's been a very long time since I listened to them because I went to Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> I really started to listen to like a lot of shows. Sure, yeah. And then I went back. But yeah. So yeah, so he's done uh, some really interesting um things outside of the theater world too. Mm-hmm. He was George the Mailman in Sesame Street. I looked that up too. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Sesame Street actually. <laughs> Cleveland Sam in Dress to Kill with Michael oh, King. That's oh, a fun okay. movie. Yeah. Yeah. And also in things like Chicago Hope, ER, Boy Meets World, and a very short-lived television show based in my hometown, Bakersfield PD. Oh. <laughs> Circa 1990, maybe 91. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's kind of along the same time period as Cop Rock came about. <laughs> so, so Bakersfield PD. I'm like, oh, he was in that. Oh, no, but I love this guy. I loved his, his everything about him, his face, his gestures, his dancing, his laugh, his, his, oh, mad, yeah. his maniac laugh. Amazing. Uh, totally. Amazing. His brother, um, played by Jeffrey DeMoon, uh, he's quite accomplished himself. I recognize, I definitely recognize him from some movies. Um, oh, I looked yeah. him up too and I was like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, yep, another one, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I recognize him most just because we've seen it recently, uh, Stephen King's The Mist. Oh, mm-hmm, yep. And The Green Mile. 
mm-hmm. and Storm of the Century. He had a Stephen King thing going. He must have had a contract. Yeah. He must have had a contract with um, CBS, maybe. I, I think CBS did Storm of the Century. Oh, so I'm okay. not sure if they did The Mist. Yeah, I'm but, not sure either. But yeah, no. Storm of the Century was a miniseries that no one really remembers, but I liked it. And yeah. he was in Newsies with a Christian Bale movie. I love Newsies. <laughs> with Dominic Lucero as well. Ugh, I love, I love Newsies. And, and David Sidoni. <laughs> um, I love those guys. Those two actors, David and Dominic, were in a show that I was obsessed about called Roundhouse. <laughs> it was oh, I've on, never seen that. It was a little before your time. You're younger than uh-huh. me. It was on Nickelodeon on Saturday night. It was there. Saturday Night Nick series. So, Snick. Oh, it, I loved Snick. I loved Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon was yeah. the best. Anyway. So, I think it came on before Are You Afraid of the Dark? I love Are You I've been binge watching Are You Afraid of the Dark recently. Girl, yes. <laughs> so, it was basically like a sketch variety dance show. Oh. Like, very, very cool. Um, another dancer who I adore in that show was Mickey Duran. She's fantastic. But no, David Sedoni and Dominic Lucero were both in Newsies and Roundhouse. And so when I'm watching Newsies, I'm like, huh, I know them too. (laughs) (laughs) Who cares about a Christian? I want Dominic and David. (laughs) Anyhow, (laughs) Jeffrey Timon was in that. He was also in Mm -hmm. Billions, The Affair, The Walking Dead, Burn Mm -hmm. After Reading, and The Blob from 1988. Yep. He's in all kinds of good stuff. Yes, I uh, I liked the 1988 Blob. That's one of the few movies I really like the remake of. I that I was gonna say it's one of the good remakes, right? And really I love Shawnee Smith mm-hmm. and um, Dylan, Dylan, not Matt Dylan, Kevin Dylan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like which brother? Yeah, so they were they were stars of the Blob, and I love that version. It's such a good version. It is. Um. Diane Hull played Jackie Stanling, and she did a lot of TV shows in the 70s and 80s. Um, the Stanling kids were Andy Fenwick and Brian Neville. That's pre- this is pretty much all they've done. Oh, okay. Yes. Now we're into the, the section of my cast list where this is like one and done, or two and yep. done. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bran Stuller. Uh, the character Franz Duller, played by Joe Jamrog. You did The Fisher King, Blue Steel, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Good movie. Mm-hmm. Arthur, part two. And that's pretty much all I remembered from his filmography. Okay. Wally Moran played Philip Stanling Jr. And Slash, also um, played by Gus Salute. Moss's mother, we already talked about, Patricia Richardson. Yes. Excuse me, Patricia Richardson. I cannot speak today. Mm-hmm. Home Improvement, The West Wing, The Parent Trap, Part 3. You know, the one with Barry Bostwick and Haley Mills <laughs> as the grown-up and the Creel triplets. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, my I gosh. I love Part 3. I, I love those triplets. I haven't seen part three in a hot minute, but I do kind of remember it. It's out of print. Oh. Because I remember about 10 years ago, I was trying to find a copy. Oh. You're like, I want want the third one. No, no, the third one. Or or the Hawaiian one, which is the one after that. (laughs) 
I want the one with the triplets. Yeah, I don't I don't want the no, not the first one. I, I want the, the third one. one. Anyway, yeah. yeah, the first one. I want yes. the third one with the triplets and grown up Haley Mills and Barry Bostwick, damn it. Yeah. And Patricia Richardson. <laughs> yes. But um gosh, yeah that's out of print or it was and it was only on VHS and it was like $300 for VHS. Oh my God. All right. Like, well, I was I'm like, gonna... I don't want it that bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to pay $300 for it. If I, if I, okay, I'm going to keep my eye out for that. If I ever find it, it's yours. <laughs> I'm not paying $300 for no, it. But I don't <laughs> wherever I find it, if I ever find it, it's yours. Like 30 max. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'd pay, th pay 30 for it. Increments of three. It has to be like, there has to be a three in, in the price. 330, $3.3. $3. Right. $13. Okay. Hey, thrift, thrift store. Yes. I'm yeah. going to keep my eye out for that one. Oh my gosh. Oh, I also remember Patricia Richardson from Chud. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes. And we all know I love my, I love my Christmas movies. Aside from this one, she did a very vintage Christmas and a Christmas in Tennessee. Are these Hallmark movies? I do believe so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, but I've seen so many this week alone that I can't tell you if I've seen it or not. They begin to blend together a little bit. I watched a couple recently with my mom because, like, she loves them too. And then I found I did find a cute one, so I was like, "Oh, that looks cute. Let's watch that." So we were watching Hallmark Channel for like a I day. I watched one today about an ice skater. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I was having fun. Aww. Oh my god. Okay, I digress. <clears throat> <laughs> I'm having so much holiday fun. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Peter Friedman played Mr. Grosh. Uh, he did Single White Female, The Muppet Show, The Affair mm. as well. The Affair is such a good show. Lots of people were in it. It was so good. Um, Succession and the movie Side Effects. Have you seen Side Effects? No, I haven't seen side effects. Catherine Zeta Jones. So good. It's a movie that makes you go, uh-uh. What? Damn I bitch. love oh, I love those kinds. Within five minutes. Oh. <laughs> Several Sign times. Me up. <laughs> Several times. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a really, really good one. It's okay, very suspenseful and a mystery and it's like, but it makes you go, that bitch. Several yeah. times. What? Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, Philip Kasnoff plays Ricardo. I love Philip Kasnoff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, I grew up watching this guy. Uh, Tales from the Dark Side in season one. Promised Land, which is a spinoff of Touched by an Angel. Wings. Oh. The Nanny. ER. Diagnosis oh. Murder. Walker, Texas Ranger. By the way, I've seen all these things within... Eight months of quarantine. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. And for a second there, he had a moment playing asshole gymnastic co coaches. Really? He was a, a, you know, a very, very strict um, um, Bella guy type character in the movie based on the book Little Girls in Pretty Boxes. But also in Law and Order SVU oh. in the nineties, obviously, like early Law and Order SVU because it's so still on. 
Um, now he's doing Homeland, Elementary, Chicago PD, Madam Secretary, Scream Queens, Perception. I mean, this dude's wow. been working for a long time, but I grew up with him. Wow, he's been and, in like everything. And like I said, I've binge watched all of Tales from the Dark Side, all of Promised Land, all of ER, Diagnosis Murder, and Walker, Texas Ranger since quarantine started. Oh, wow. So you've, oh. Been, you've been spending a lot of time with him. I've been spending a lot of time with <laughs> Philip from the 90s lately. <laughs> <laughs> I just pulled out all my CBS DVDs. Oh. And some of those things have like 10 seasons. I was going to say, those are some long, that's some long haul. We're talking full seasons, not 12 episode seasons. <laughs> They're like real seasons. <laughs> um, Colleen Zank played Brinky, and she's a soap actress from As the World Turns, and 1982's Annie, the one with Tim Curry. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Raymond Barry played Detective Gleason. Oh, we've talked about this movie. He was in Nothing But Trouble. Oh, yeah. Love me some Nothing But Trouble. He was in Tales from the Crypt, Season 4, Episode 9. The Brad Pitt episode, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. He was in Ref, Alias, Cleaner, CSI, Justified, Ray Donovan. So, yeah. I mean, I, sure. I, I said we're getting into the cast list that didn't do very many things, but I think I was wrong. Oh, yeah. It's just some of those people that didn't do many things after this. Because these things I'm mentioning, I've seen a lot. I, yeah, if I haven't seen them, I know them. Right. Mm -hmm. Robert Lesser played Detective Gottlieb. He's known for Freddy's Nightmares, which oh, I mm -hmm. love. Yes. I, bought, I bought that on DVD, a bootleg. Uh, you and your bootlegs. The quality is terrible because it's a VHS <laughs> rip. It's bad. Oh, okay. But I always say bad quality is better than no quality at all. Absolutely. I wish this would be re-released and restored. I really do. But yeah. it's not yet. Um, also, Running Scared, a really good Chicago movie, which I just adore. Poltergeist Part 2 and The Relic. Okay. Mm -hmm. And my last cast member who I noted did a lot of good horror stuff. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. I think Britannia Alda is okay. how you say it. She played Teresa. Mm-hmm. She was in the Amityville Horror Part 2. Oh. And Stephen King's The Dark Half. I love The Dark Half. I do like yeah. The Dark Half. That's a good movie with a really great car. Just Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would love. You know, some cars go to conventions. Mm -hmm. And you get to take pictures with the cars. Like the Christine car. And the Maximum Overdrive car. And all sure. that stuff. Um, the Halloween wagon, those all make tours on conventions and you get to take pictures with them and stuff. I want to take a picture with that tornado. Real bad. Yes. <laughs> like, can Get we please car get out that, there. Dark, yes. that dark half car? Pretty please. Yes. He was also Tales from the Crypt, uh, season mm -hmm. three, episode 12. The stuff. Have you seen the stuff? Oh, the, yeah, the stuff. Mm -hmm. That's yes, cool. The mm -hmm. stuff. They call yeah. me Mo because I always want Mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fury and Rosemary's Baby, and since we're talking about Christmas movies, Prancer. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, I do remember Prancer. <laughs> That's another one from my childhood. Maybe yeah, I definitely. Watch it in school because horror Christmas movies were not allowed. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> let us watch the horror Christmas movies either. <laughs> right? No fun. 
Um, do you have anything to else to add on this fantastic cast we have? No, that that really covered it. But I, I mean, <laughs> I really enjoyed them. I, I thought like everybody did good. I loved I, I random like kid. I loved Moss, I think was the, yeah. the, the little bad boy. I loved uh -huh. him. Mm -hmm. I loved him. I I had I was impressed with all those child actors. The kids did great. Yes. And, and that's hard that's hard for me to say those words because I'm not a fan of the children. I'm but not. Um, the kids did great. Yes, I am not a fan of the children at all, <laughs> myself. And I know I'm amongst friends here. Yes, you are. But, I mean, they did a very good job. They didn't look like they were acting. They looked really, they were, like, into it. And I think a lot of it does have to do with, like, the other cast, like, yes, um, our, our guy. He was just captivating. He was great. I would be mesmerized by his speech, too. Me, too. And a little think... bit afraid of Santa for the rest of my life. Uh, tell us when the crypt did that <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> amazing no but I was very impressed with the kids and mm. I think that's what I was thinking of when I said you know most of these children did or most of these cast didn't go off to do because there was a lot of kids there were mm -hmm. so and there were a lot of extras and fun fact the extras were most of them were part of the crew Oh, that's fun! Mm -hmm. I do like when the I do like when the crew are extras. Mm -hmm. I always think that's fun. All in, all hands in. Yep. Hey, guess what? Guess what time it is? I have a feeling it's at the time. time. Yeah, it's Woo! line time. Line time. This is gonna be totally epic. Okay, since I just rambled on for forever. I'll let you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there were a few that I really liked. Um, I'm gonna give you two though. Okay. So my runner up was um our boy, our Santa Claus. He's like losing it and he's he's like I think this is at the party, the holiday party. And he's like the right tune. I've been trying to find the right notes to it as long as I can remember. Well I've found it. I said forget it. I got you guys number now. What do you mean? The right tune. I've been trying to find the notes to it for as long as I can remember. Well, I found them. I can play the tune. I'll tell you, Harry. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Hey. So anytime that he talks about the right tune, I really like that whole thing. <laughs> um, but my favorite line was from our bad boy, Mar Moss Garcia. He says... I wish I had, because he's asking what you guys wish for for Christmas or whatever. Uh -huh. He said, uh -huh. I wish I had a lifetime to spend in a penthouse magazine. <laughs> and I wish I was a firefighter, dive bomber, and think of projects. Boom! Great, great! I wish I had a lifetime subscription to Penthouse Magazine. Moss Garcia. And I'm like, oh, Moss Garcia, you are in the bad kids list. Oh. oh. <laughs> so that was my favorite. I love it. I love it. Okay, now <clears throat> I did write down the ep the favorite kill line, the I have something for you. And then he says, I have superlative tastes. <laughs> but that was only my first instinct line because I just liked how he said it. He said it good. I really liked how in the police station right after they're looking at the lineup. When one of the detectives is saying that all the Santa Claus mythology first came out of New York. And I thought that was cool. Uh, but my epic line comes just a minute later. When the 
the detective guy goes, um, Santa's hit list is goddamn selective. And then guy goes, gift list. He's making a list and checking it twice. <laughs> I can't figure out the connection between Stoller and the three victims outside the church. Santa's hit list is goddamn selective. You mean gift list. He's making a list. Checking it twice, gonna find out who's naughty or No, no, it wasn't any of these Santa Clauses. And he starts singing, like, this is a game. Like, people are dead. Yes. They have a lineup of Santas. Yes. And he's singing. And that whole scene was so good. So good. And I just, I loved it so much. Because, you know, anytime you can find to sing a Christmas carol in a yeah. moment, then I'm all for it. And murder investigations, murder investigation. It's Christmas, baby. Yeah, no, it's a gift list. <laughs> Making that? Yeah, no, I loved him. I love that actor. Oh, I just, I love that whole scene. It was so good. So good. The whole scene was awesome. Oh, so good. I think one of the Santas in the lineup, too, I didn't write it down, but when he's going up, because he's talking to the other Santas as they're going up, and I think he says something like, they took me when I was in front of the kids or something like that. And I was like, oh. I love this whole Santa lineup. <laughs> <laughs> I loved how they were all very different looking. Very, yes. You had a good variety. Right? But, I mean, you'd think that you'd have I, a body type you're looking for. Short, one was, like, huge. One was, like, tiny my old. Height. <laughs> my height, right. One of them was huge. Nothing. Yeah. One of them was, like, 6'10". Yeah. <laughs> You could, can you narrow this down a little bit? Like, can't you say that he wasn't five feet tall? Yeah. They're like, like oh, can, he's a Santa. Right. That's you can it. rule that out. Even though he's dressed as Santa, you know your guy is taller than five feet, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. They're, they don't deserve to catch him. <laughs> they're just dumb. I know. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. You can do better. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> aging. How well did this movie age? Everything in this movie screams 70s and early 80s, but Absolutely. I love it for that. <laughs> yep. I wouldn't have it any other way. I almost, I don't know, it's hard for me to, it's almost even hard for me to imagine this movie set in modern times. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think the movie stands, like it's it's great, and I think generations can enjoy it, but it's a time capsule, for oh, sure. Oh, it is. Oh, oh, it is. Very much so. <laughs> oh, Yes. But for people like us, that's part of the nostalgia. Maybe someone younger might prefer Santa's sleigh right. to mm -hmm. this type of crazy Santa movie just because of the age of it. Yeah, totally. Right. Um, the twist. Is there a twist? Hmm. Okay, so here's where I'm going to give you my alternate ending scenarios where people yeah, are arguing. I, I that would be the closest to a twist is this okay. debatable, debatable flying van ending. Right. Lay it okay. on me. So while many people think that Harry does fly off in the end, like in Greece, <laughs> you know, others claim that he actually drives off of the bridge and kills himself. And an explosion that you heard is debatable because maybe they think that it's the van exploding or maybe it's Harry's brother rolling down the hill into boxes. Okay, I do remember he rolled down the hill into yeah. boxes. Right. Um, I want to believe, because I am grim, 
Oh, I am too. <laughs> I want um, him to kill himself. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. So when you brought up that there is, there is debate about this, I said, hmm, I already know the answer. Some yeah. people are going to say, oh, no, he, you know, made it or whatever. No, he yeah. didn't. He drove off a bridge and he's like, he's, he thinks he was flying off to the North Pole. Right. Because he is cuckoo. He also thinks he's Santa right now. So, you like, know. legit thinks he's Santa. Yeah. Like, crazy. No. Yeah. That oh, yeah. Insane. I think it's pretty clear, you know, I'm Everybody's entitled to their theories yeah. or whatever, but I think it's pretty clear that he drove off the bridge. Yeah. But he 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 was happy. He was happy when it happened. So. He was, which is even crazier. Yeah, <laughs> he had. He, it was a very like moment for him, you yes. know, which makes it that much more grim. And he I like that. He, he had did. closure. He went in peace. Yes, he done like, what he wanted to do. Yes. He did. I like a sad, like horror movie ending, and I would say it's kind of sad. He's because yeah. like he is our protagonist. You know, he's our main character. He's a bit of an antihero, I guess. Yeah. You know, his we're, we're following was him. Sad. Like his yeah. his how he declines, and you can see the decline. Very much so. It's really, mm -hmm. really, really sad. It is. So it's a sad ending, you know, but yes. And your mate and you because you see him before he turns and his slow progression into madness, you yeah. you get to know him. Yeah. And so you're kind of like, oh, no, 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 don't do that. You're like, Harry. Right. Just, just, just stop there. Giving the kids the toys, you know, bringing the toys to the hospital, you know, whenever. Just stop there, Harry. Right. Go home, yeah. Harry. <laughs> Go to you your brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You did good. You did good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The pacing on this movie, fantastic. I mean, oh. it's at like, what, an hour and a half, which is just how I like my movies. Mm -hmm. Yep. And, I mean, it's great. It does take a little while to get to your kill. Your it first does. kill. Mm -hmm. uh, 51 minutes to get to your first kill. Yep. But then it's, it's like, it's ramped up. Oh, yeah. And you never know, is he going to kill those kids? Or is he only going after the grown-ups? Is he going to kill Moss because Moss is on the naughty list? The whole time I was like thinking, you know, mm -hmm. you're watching it and you're like, it's building up. Mm -hmm. He's particularly unhappy with Moss right now. <laughs> he keeps adding to his list, you know, and he keeps he keeps uh, not doing good. He did the thing where he put like the mud on his face or whatever, <laughs> and then like put his imprints on yeah. like the kid's wall. So yeah. you, you know, you think he's going to come back for him? Marked, marked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes yes i really thought that moss was really on the shit list and moss was gonna get it i did too and you know honestly i was like so for it <laughs> me too <laughs> i was like I, you know you're like waiting for it and you're like this would be delicious when this happens mm -hmm. i love moss i love him like yeah you do your thing you little badass but it's like <laughs> oh i can't wait for what he's got in store for this kid oh yes oh yes <laughs> All right. Um, scary rating, of course. Nothing scares us. No. Um, I don't know. Maybe it would scare children who still believe in Santa Claus because they already scream when they go see him. Yes. So that's a possibility. Um, but they're little scaredy cats, you know, so maybe it would scare the kids. Yeah, it's true. It is true. But they were having fun dancing with him. Yes. 
Yeah, so. they like and you know, they were like Team Santa. Yeah, they really were. Oh, they really mm-hmm. were. They they were not gonna let their parents hurt Santa Claus. I mean, they were ready to yeah, they were ready to like stab a One bitch. had the knife out. It was yes, I, yes. Little shit. She like had the little sw- like little switchblade out, you know, and was basically like, nah, like yeah. mine in the mine in the snow. No. This is where I stand. It's with Santa. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, I pick a side, and I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> um, story. I love the story. Oh, me too. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. I love that he's a toy maker. Oh, like he I works at it, and I love. I love that he like is serious about the craft too. And he's, he's like very satisfied with his job because they don't like you know they don't like have reverence for it. Hmm. Yeah, they're just like whatever. Yeah, and that it's really like irks a, him. It's just a stupid toy. And he's like, they're magical. When they're done right, you know, you just haven't made the right toy. It's true. He loves his job. He, well, he hates his job. his job. He hates his particular job, but he loves his craft. Right. I mean, he loved his job until the workers came and ruined it. Exactly. Like, he they just wanted just, to make toys. Right, because they were workers, factory workers, and they are like, I'm a factory worker, and this fucking sucks. Yeah, but he's like, you're making toys for children, and you're making them happy, and you should be loving. You're making them happy, and they're like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, (laughs) like I'm just getting ready to clock out right now, man. Exactly, I'm just here to 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 make this toy and go home. Yeah, I don't care. Not even thinking about it. Yes, I just don't care. And it hurts his heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, overall movie rating. Okay. So, um, upon rewatching and breaking it down, I'm giving mm-hmm. this a much higher rating than I would have before. Yes. Um, I learned to really, really appreciate it by picking up all these interesting things like the sinister music and the dance break. <laughs> And the pulling on the beard and that fantastic <laughs> coat yeah. that just swirls. I mean, I I wasn't paying attention to any of these things mm-hmm. before. So while this movie would have been a five for me originally, which is not actually bad for me, no, ten, because that's middle of the road. It's a movie I'll mm-hmm. watch every year, but it's not my most favorite. But a five is still pretty good for me. Oh yeah. It's when you get into the ones and the twos and possibly threes where you're like, wow, you really hated that movie, didn't you? <laughs> so I would have been a five. Now I'm going up to an eight. Oh. I love this movie. I yeah. love this movie. I love this movie. I'm going to watch this movie every holiday season. Yes. It's actually it's actually a favorite um, Christmas horror for me. Um, I typically watch it at least every other Christmas season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was definitely thinking like an eight and a half doll. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I love it. Eight it's, dolls and a toy soldier. Yes. <laughs> you know, it, it's one of those movies that, you know, it might not be for everybody. It might not. But it's in true. my opinion, I mean, I it is it. very dated. So if you don't like that sort of mm-hmm. feel, then this isn't going to be your thing. Right. But if you do... And you like a good Christmas horror movie. And you Uh like some beautiful cinematography. And, you know, a wonderful Yuletide portrait into madness. Oh, yeah. Can't beat it. I mean, John Waters said it was the best Christmas movie, like, ever made. 
right. I won't, don't know if I'd go that far, but it's probably one of the best. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. I don't know if I agree, but it's really good. It's one of the best Christmas horror movies ever made. I'll go, mm-hmm. I'll do that for sure. Yes. yes. I just, I love my Hallmark movies so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But uh, I love the holiday season. Got my tree up, got my lights on it. Mm, it's it's the highlight of my year. It really, really is. I have some fun facts on this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is your opinion? It's a fact. Um, This was, like I said, the film debut of Patricia Richardson. Mm-hmm. When Harry slips on the street, when he's like running away from the mob, <laughs> that was real. He slipped. Oh. And, and so he kept it in, which is perfect because he was like, whoa. And it worked. He went with it. He did go with it. Let's see here. The director, Lewis Jackson, storyboarded every shot of the movie himself. Like himself. Oh, wow. Yep. He, put, he put a lot of dedication into this movie. This is seriously his baby. No wonder when, he was so upset about the title change. When they wouldn't even know about it. Like, that's Man. the thing. They, it was like, wait, what? He was collecting props for this for like so long and storyboarding everything. Like, man, this I was, was his baby. Was he his thought baby. about this movie before horror was cool. Yes. Right? Um, they renamed um, his baby. Yes. They, they just they just bastardized the name. Ah, that being said, I really love Christmas Evil as a name. It's a great name. That's oh, beautiful. It's but great. It all, I also get it confused in my head with the movie New Year's Evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So, sometimes I think I'm watching one and it's the other. Yep. Um, they made most of their own toys because they filmed it in an actual toy factory. And the deal was that they could shoot in the toy factory, but they couldn't use their toys. <laughs> so they had to make their toys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so the sinister toys as well as the fun ones. Yeah. Right? So director shot his own Thanksgiving parade footage himself, like in person. He went to the parade. He shot it himself. He really wanted to get a shot with Santa Claus looking at him. So at one point, he was screaming at the top of his lungs to get Santa to turn the fuck around and look at the camera. And he did. (laughs) I adore him. shot. So all of that effort paid off in the end. Oh, I love him. I just love his dedication to this movie. Like it meant, it meant so much to him. It really did. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he literally was screaming to try to get Santa's attention. And then he got a shot. That must have felt so rewarding in the moment. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine. Right. All the fake snow was cut up pieces of plastic bags and being blown around by the fan. Nice. Uh, it was filmed in New Jersey in, you know, holiday time. So it was actually very, very cold. I'm sure. Um, Kathleen Turner was turned down for the role of Harry's sister-in-law. Wow. And this was her, like, hot period. Yeah. Like, wow. Yep. Lewis Jackson based this on the Christmas office parties uh, he used to cater, like his experiences and what he saw there. Wow. 
<laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Three Santa suits were used in the film. Two of them were stolen early on in the movie. And considering how fantastic the Santa suit is, I, I, I know why. I did too, but you know what? They would have had to, that would have taken some planning because it's a, it's a large suit. I mean, it's, it's got that full, suit. it's got that full skirt on it. Like mm -hmm. they, they really had to plan that out. Now this came from the internet. I don't know if it's true. It did not come from Lewis Jackson's mouth. Um, a lot of my fun facts came from the commentary. So they're told by him, but I read this. Don't know if it's fact. Uh, he came up with a basic idea for this film after smoking marijuana one night during the 70s and seeing a vision of Santa Claus holding a knife. Aww, I hope that I hope that that's true. I hope that's true too, but if I it's also, not, I'm sorry. Yes, I also hope that the vision of Santa with a knife was like fun and not like a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he was having, like he was enjoying it and not yeah. scared. Exactly. I hope he was like, you know, he was there, he was having his snacks, he was good, and then he was like, whoa, Santa, like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I should make a movie about that, and it wasn't like a bad time. Right, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's all I got for fun facts, but that's a lot more fun facts than I thought I would have, because I couldn't find very much on the internet about this. I had to actually, like, watch the commentaries. Yeah. So. Anyhow... Uh, do you have anything else to add? You know, I just, I think everybody should watch this one for the holidays. It's oh, so yeah. good. It's, it's a beautiful movie. It's beautiful. So I just love it. It's so visually and pleasing. It is. And I, I don't know the song, but I really hope that secretly one of Fiona Apple's songs is like inspired by it in some way. I don't think that exists, but I really. Criminal? Ooh, you know what? <laughs> saying that criminal, that was all about her dad playing crazy Santa. <laughs> Thank you, Fiona Apple. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I'm, I'm, try I'm trying to go through the catalog, and like I said, it's been twenty something years since I've actively listened to her music. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah. I hope that is my hope is that <laughs> if she hasn't already written that song, that she is not done yet, and she will write it. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> because I would be so proud. I, I'm, I am proud of my dad, even though he wasn't in this movie. But I would be so proud of my dad if he was in this movie. And I found, you know, and I was like, you were in this movie and played Santa? That's so cool, dad. But, you know, the kids are like, dad. Dad, are you <laughs> in your Santa movie? <laughs> you know, he was like, you know, I was in a movie once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I'm going to say for the rest of my life. If I never do another film project, you know, I was in a movie once. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Right. All right. It's shout out time. Um, hey, producer Jesse. Yes. Oh, Jesse. Hello. Hi. Hey. Anyhow, Jesse <laughs> is our producer and we love and adore him. And thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Well, you are quite yeah. welcome and I am happy to help. So Yes. <laughs> Jesse makes us sound fantastic, and I don't think I could do his job even a fraction. I'm well, not I mean, creative like well, that. Look, I mean, Same. I will absolutely let you continue to sing my praises live on this podcast for like the next hour. I have 
totally step aside <laughs> yeah. for that. No problem. Love you. But yeah. like, um, while I appreciate your praise, um, it is really like um, I I always get humbled when you when you speak so highly of me the way you do. I really do, and and it's it's hard. I I don't. I have a an awkwardness when it comes to taking compliments and positive uh, talk about me directly directly to me. It's um, it's not to say that I don't appreciate it. It's just. It's a it's a weird situation immediately afterwards that I don't know what to say and I feel like thank you isn't enough because uh-huh. because it's 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 very I mean it's very touching when somebody is saying these things so it's just funny that in this situation where it's something that yeah I had I I got trained in uh, at a vocational school for it and um and ever since this podcast started I got you know a bit better at it over the last, you know, year and change. But um, I don't know what my point was, but thank you for the compliment. I'm just going to shut up now. I'm probably going to edit all of this out. So um, but, make sure uh, you keep holy shit, dude. Are you magic? Because that's the title. All right. That's fine. yes. It's I seriously thank you. It's it means a lot. I to love me. you. It, and, and thank I love you, you Jesse. Yeah, no, it means, thank you. It means a lot to me that um, that it's that it's as well received and that it, and and to those listening right now i mean yes I, I they love the, it too they tell me i was gonna say i get the occasional handed down comment because i don't monitor the uh the dolls before social yeah, media that's, at that's all. mostly that's me mostly mm-hmm. summer so anything that comes in that's directed to me comes through summer like she'll tell right. me and so when people do say nice things i mean that's it's very flattering because these are complete strangers and they're just you yeah know, saying like hey i really like that so that's it's it's nice you know but um i don't know i guess it's uh this is a reality to me that i'm not all that used to so it's I better get used to it because you're fantastic <laughs> yeah. so but Mwah. at any rate thank what? you and um i'm happy to help <laughs> well Speaking of appreciation, Jamie, we have a new fan. We do. I don't even like using the word fan. It just sounds weird. We have a new listener. Yes. And we love her already. We love her already. Um, Her name is Ashley. And her Instagram handle is Chasing Eerie. And underneath her, her handle, it says Chasing Eerie Horror Blog. So I'm assuming she has a blog. Or maybe it's just her Instagram. So go check her out. She has some really cool things on her Instagram. Um, she has some interesting questions, like discussion questions. Simple stuff that we all love to talk about. Like, what's your favorite horror comedy? And who is your favorite horror writer? And um, na- oh, she has games. Name that Scream Queen. So... Ashley put us in her Instagram story and says that she's been listening to us for hours (laughs) and she just listened to the Killer Clowns episode and was loving it and I said we had fun we had a lot of fun and so shout out to Ashley thank you so much for giving us a shot and enjoying and reaching out because I love hearing from listeners especially ones that i don't know like ones that aren't my friends that tell me they like it just because i know (laughs) know. thank you so much for the support it means a lot we're really glad that you like it yes so go check out at chasing airy on instagram because she's fantastic i love i love her page it's great uh podcast shout outs 
It's a horror podcast. Our boys, Wes and Kevin, still doing their thing. I oh, just yeah. listened. I just listened to their James Wan episode. Ooh, fun! It's so good. And the the kicker is, we literally went on a saw binge. In twenty four hours, we watched all seven. Oh wow! I mean, there's one more after that that I don't own, but we watched like. Four the first night and three the next night. Wow. And then as I'm walking to the library today, I was listening to their James Wan episode. I'm like, I just watched all the songs. <laughs> so when they were talking about songs, I was like, oh, yeah, that's so fresh in my brain. Anyway, please check it out. It's a horror podcast. They're the best. I love them so much. Yes. Check out... Christy Adams at Nightmare Toys in Las Vegas, nightmaretoys.com or Nightmare Toys on Instagram or Facebook. The best horror merch around. And honestly, the best owner. She's the coolest. We love her. She's awesome. And um, I just like tricked, I want to say, my husband into um, getting me a uh, clown <laughs> doll from. Dead Silence. That's um, right. That's from right. her store. Um, I wouldn't trick him. He's a last minute shopper and he was panicking <laughs> and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, this. Now, keep in mind, he already told me last year I couldn't have this doll. You don't want this doll oh, in the house. <laughs> oh, I see. So I said, this. And he's like, oh, you really want that? I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting this since it came out. Oh my god, that's so cute. I and love that. When I was in her store, she had it on display, so I got to see it in person, and I fell even more in love with him. And you were like, now I really gotta have it. Oh, I really gotta have it. And so I took my opportunity. <laughs> and I said, yes, this is really, really what I want. Yeah. And I said, oh if you, I said, if you really, really don't want to get him for me, I'll settle for a gremlin. <laughs> um, he's like, well, which one do you want more? I said, the clown. No, I want them. You know, you know the answer to that question. I want the clown is like, okay, fine. He just handed me his card and said, order it. Uh, <laughs> then I was having that. problems with the website. I think I was having problems with the website because it was Black Friday. Oh, yep. And everyone was shopping. Yes. Anyway, my point is Christy Adams' the store is the best. I buy all my okay. horror merch from her, not because she's my friend, but because it really is the best. I did text her and I said, I just made Henry buy me the Dead Silence Clown doll. And she's like, you better have bought it for me. And I said, damn right. <laughs> you know it. You know it. Plus, she had the best price. Oh, like, well, there you go. She has so many sales. It's amazing. This same doll was $40 more. So uh, other, other websites. That's significant. Yes, but she had a sale. So... I jumped on the sale. And so keep an eye out for this, those sales because she has them all the time. It's not just a Black Friday thing. It's all year long. It's for your average, you know, your obvious holidays like April Fool's Day and Friday the 13th. Yes. The yes. obvious holidays. Obvious yes. holidays for a horror sale. But, <laughs> I mean, she has sales throughout the summer. She has sales in the spring, in the winter. I mean, just keep an eye on the website. And if you sign up for, you know, their email list, you get 5% off. Yeah, a, a code for five percent off. It's pretty oh, great. Five percent off feels good. Five percent off feels great. I mean, especially if you like high-priced items, like myself. Like this doll is a two hundred dollar doll. 
worth every penny though. That's beautiful. Right. That's a I beautiful mean, doll. It's a screen accurate replica. It's oh, not yeah. just a doll. So yeah. it's, it's full sized. It's screen accurate. <sighs> it's the real deal. So I Beautiful. like high ticket items. I collect them. I don't play with them. I totally just no. collect them. And so it really, really pays to look for a sale. She has lesser expensive items too, if you just want a little knickknack. But I'm a I'm a sucker for the high ticket items. So yeah, yeah. If I'm gonna finally get my doll, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think that's kind of all I have for shout outs. Do you have anyone? No, not today. Aside from I mean, for teaching about film noir. Thank you, thank you, babe. <laughs> thanks, thanks for teaching me about film noir. I didn't know a lot about it, but I like it, and it's good. <laughs> it's good. Thank you for everything. Um, yeah, thank you to you, Summer. Thanks again, Jesse. Thank you to the listeners. Shout out to everybody who's listening to this right now. And for real, yeah. That's Shout it. out that's to it. Clark, who's who's doing our new logo. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. yeah. He's so talented. He is so talented. And I mean, shout out to Days of the Dead that gave us another logo. Yes. So we are going to have too. so many logos to choose from. So you can pick the one you like. You don't have yeah. to pick the one with our faces. You can have the Days of the Dead presents Dolls of Horror logo, which is very, very cool, too. It is very cool. I love it. I love it. We have a merch store. And that can be found, the links on our Facebook and Instagram. We also have an email and all that good stuff. So please reach out if you have any questions on any of that stuff. Uh, this is the last of our Christmas holiday horror. Gosh, it happened so fast. I'm so bummed. I know, man. I'm not ready for this to end, but guess what's next? Oh, well, we have a New Year's movie. Yes, we do. It is called. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. I'm I'm spacing on the name, but it's a New Year's movie. It's called <laughs> Bloody New Year. Thank and you. It's one of my favorites. Like, it's from Wales. It mm -hmm. is. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. My favorite kind. It has some really fun effects. <laughs> It has a really annoying woman who just keeps screaming. Oh, yes. And, I love a screamer. Right. And it's 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 one of my favorites, and I don't know why. Like, I did my homework already. Uh-huh. Because I was watching it. And I'm finding everything wrong with this movie. But. But. Doesn't matter. I love it. I love it anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I got. Bloody New Year's next for the New Year holiday and 2021. Damn it, this better be a better year. That's all I'm saying. Right. Yeah. I think we can only yeah. go up from here, I think. Okay. So make sure you come back for some uh, Happy New Year horror. Because there's not a lot of New Year horror. Like, there's your obvious one, this New Year's Evil. Right. But I wanted to go a little not obvious this time. Maybe New Year's Evil next year. Sure. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but we're going to have so much fun. So much fun. I can't wait for you to see this movie. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. The music is great. I'm so excited. <laughs> the music's great. Oh, the music. I 
I have a page for music notes, a whole page. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Listeners, thank you for sticking with us this entire time. And please let us know what your favorite holiday movies are, horror and non-horror. I want to know. Jamie wants to know. Jesse maybe wants to know. Maybe doesn't care. Don't know. <laughs> hey, I always care. Okay. <laughs> like maybe he wants to know. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> but Jamie and I love talking holiday movies. Yes. Which is why, you know, December is our favorite podcast season. It is a great season. I think I might even like it better than October. Oh, girl. Oh, that one's tough for me. But That's I crazy. I, I know. But I love my Christmas horrors. Like I love, I love them so Christmas much. horror. It's such a nice end to the year, you know. Too, it's like <laughs> this treat at the end. You know, my um, my family used to always get me horror movies for Christmas, like the box set of the Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday Thirteenth, because Mary says Merry Christmas. That's sweet, <laughs> like a machete. Exactly. <laughs> That's sweet. Awesome, y'all. We hope that you have a fabulous holiday, whatever you celebrate. Yep. Stay safe. And be blessed and love each other and don't kill each other. Don't nope. go crazy Santa on each other, please. Um, that's not, Save that's that not, for the crazy Santas. Yeah, that's not cool in real life. That's only cool in 1980, okay? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Um, hope to talk to you soon. And we'll see you for New Year's. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of The Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded every week. If you'd like to reach out and say hello to The Dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram, both at The Dolls of Horror, or on Twitter at Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. Follow the link in the description or go to patreon.com slash the dolls of horror for more information. Thanks for listening and see you next time. All of Santa Claus mythology first came out of New York. The Dutch first brought him over as Saint Nick. Then Washington Irving wrote about him. Then the night before Christmas made him famous. I wish Christmas Evil was, was a musical. Me too. But it is not by any stretch. Like, I don't like, in other words, I don't flex to people saying like, hey, I can edit audio. And everybody's <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. Like, are you made of magic? Like, that's just not a conversation that really happens. I wish I had a lifetime subscription of Penthouse Magazine. Moscow, see ya.